everyone, welcome to the first episode of Beyond the Girl. Today I have my two very good friends, Lillian and Shaylin, and I am so excited to hear what they have to share with you guys today. Hi, my name is Lily. I am a freshman at Mount Vernon Nazarene University. I am a physical and health education major. Hi guys, my name is Shaylin. I'm majoring in psychology and I'm minoring in children's ministry. Awesome. So before we get started, I'm just going to pray for you guys so we can ask God to um, speak through you as you share what you have to say. Dear Lord, thank you for bringing Lillian and Shaylin here to share what's on their heart with everybody. I pray that you can speak through them and use them to bring a good message to all the listeners tonight. Let us glorify you through everything that we have to say. I ask all this in your name. Amen. So Lillian, why don't you get us started on what you're going to be talking about today? So today I'll be talking a lot about prayer. Prayer has always been a very important part of my testimony, especially recently in my life. Just some background, I did grow up in the church. Um, my dad was a youth pastor, so I was always surrounded by Christians. And obviously, as Christians, like we think the thing to do, like we know the thing to do is pray. So mm-hmm. our prayers can be very like forced sometimes, and like we feel like obligated to because it's a Christian thing to do. And I felt very convicted by that during quarantine of 2020, and I just felt like I just needed to do something because I knew that would be very beneficial to my faith, and mm-hmm. I just wanted to take a deep dive into prayer. God asked for God's help as he nav- navigated me through this um, this time of learning about what the purpose of prayer was, mm-hmm. and through that, I did learn that God truly doesn't want your prayers to be perfect. I think yeah. that's one main thing I learned, and I think that's what kept me back from taking the life of prayer very seriously. Um, he doesn't want our words to be fancy or anything, and I think that's one thing like that intimidated me about being a Christian and wanting to pray for other people when I went to church camp and go to like altars mm-hmm. um I just never felt like oh words aren't like my thing I just never yeah. felt like I was very confident in the way I spoke and that gave me some insecurity would you say that you felt prayer was more of like like a forceful thing like something you were like told to do as a Christian so like you felt you had to pray or was it more like you didn't know how to pray correctly or felt like you were doing it wrong i would say honestly it's a mix of both if i'm being completely honest (laughs) Mm -hmm. i would say it's a mix of both i would say i definitely thought it was just something i should be doing Mm -hmm. like i think definitely thought like my prayers were never never intentional and that just kept me from a very intimate relationship with god and i mean i just prayed when the pastor prayed and prayed before every meal um and I mean, after high school, I mean, after two years of high school, I learned that, well, that's not enough because I mean, everything just got crazy. And yeah, I learned to be intentional with my prayers. And So you've talked about how you've struggled with praying for the right reasons and getting into prayer. How have you taken steps to let God use you to like realize that you don't have to pray perfect prayers and prayer is something that like you don't do just because you're a Christian, but because it's so powerful. So, like, how have you taken steps to implement that into your life? Um, I think after asking God for help to learn how prayer works, I definitely, my faith just, like, took a different step. Like, it took a step forward. And mm-hmm. um, in the moment I prayed that, I just remember it was my end of my junior year. I just felt God calling me 
to start a prayer Zoom just to help myself understand the importance of prayer and why we do it and how much impact it can have on a situation. Um, I mean, in that time, it was COVID, the beginning of COVID, and yeah. everyone was stuck in their houses. And I mean, I think the world needed prayer more than anything at that moment. So I wanted to help people know that. So I started prayer Zooms like every week. We had like a mini lessons and we, and we would pray over each thing something that happened in our world or that's happening in our life and I took that like a step further because I did want that for other people but I took it a step further from my faith by I would tape those prayer each prayer request I would tape it on the corner of my room and I would sit there every single night just praying over I just felt like that was so important to realizing that prayer does not do perfect prayer is literally just sitting there with God Mm -hmm. and I mean the song by Brandon Lake talking to Jesus, I think perfectly explained yeah. just how honestly it explained a lot about my testimony and just saying like grew up in church, but like you never understand like the importance of just, it's just a conversation with God. Like it's, what he says, it's like, there's no wrong way to do it. There's no bad time to start. Like yeah. mm-hmm. you just got to start you talking. Just, and I think that's how it's changed my perspective on prayer because I know prayer has just, it has so much power to yeah. it. And I mean, looking back at how much I've grown in, like, the last two years, in an instant, the, the moment I just start, like, thinking something, like, I have a bad feeling or something, or I'm worrying, like, the minute I think, I just think, like, okay, I need to pray, and then I just turn to God. And mm-hmm. I just look back at two years ago, and that wasn't my first instinct. My first instinct was worry and letting it mm-hmm. consume my life. But the moment I switched my first option being prayer, that's when things start changing. And yeah. it's just a focus thing, um, putting so much on yeah the importance of prayer and I think that's definitely a huge issue with younger Christians or like people who are newer in their faith because I mean the Bible tells us we are told to pray but a lot of us pray because we feel like as Christians we have to pray and we don't necessarily pray for situations we should be like like you explained when something would happen two years ago, your first thing wouldn't be to pray about it. Your first thing would be to take action yourself. And now you've switched to praying God, asking God for guidance. And I think that's something that our world struggles with because we are we love to have control over situations and we love to just go at situations ourselves and try and solve them. And what we really should be doing is turning to God and turning to prayer. So I think that's definitely a really good piece of advice for all Christians, but just people in general, is we can't solve these problems on our own. I think another thing that helped me understand that I can't solve the problems on my own is, like, most of the things that I have prayed about in the past and I see other people praying about, it's things that God has already promised. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm just praying, asking as if he hasn't already, like, has that planned in his book. And, like, sometimes we just get caught up praying about things that God said he said not to worry about. And I feel like so much time sometimes in our prayer time is just spent worrying about, like, the things we're not content with or, like, what you want to mm-hmm. change. And I think one verse that kind of, like, set me, like, my focus set my focus on realizing that we shouldn't be focusing on material things is, like, Matthew 6, 26, where it discusses, like, look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly father feeds them. Mm-hmm. Like, and then are you not more val- much more valuable than they are? And then, like, another thing, like, 
why should we not why should we worry like about what we will eat or what we will drink like like why should we be worrying about those things but the end of that verse is like what got me matthew 6 and it says but seek first is seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well mm-hmm. so the moment that you just instantly mm-hmm. turn your eyes to god like those things i mean he's already planned them mm-hmm. so shay why don't you share your experience with prayer and how it's been um impactful in your life and your testimony okay so for me it's like a little bit more personal it's like an actual situation so like when COVID was going on and like I think it was close to the end of the year so like November December or something like that um I like we were I was quarantined my family was quarantined and then I started getting like anxious and I started kind of blocking myself off from people which obviously isn't the way to go Mm -hmm. I was dealing with a lot of like frustration and my faith kind of just wasn't there. A lot of the times, like, my prayers were just, like, talking about, like, what Lily was saying. Like, I didn't have the words. And a lot of time, it was just, like, the tears. Like, I, there were just literal tears and, like, no words. <laughs> yeah. But, like, God knows, like, what you're thinking mm-hmm. and, like, what you're feeling. So, it brought me to the point where I couldn't really do anything for myself. And, like, I was at the point where I just, like, had to ask God to kind of, like, redirect my life and my heart, so he did, (laughs) um, (laughs) this was on May 14th of just this past year, May 2021, I was in, like, a really bad car accident, but this is, like, kind of my thoughts, this is what I wrote down, I said I was in a bad car accident, and I went to a couple of different hospitals, I was in hospitals for around 30 hours with little sleep due to constant testing and nerves, the only injuries I had were fractured collarbone and compressed and fractured vertebrae, and a broken wrist. And obviously you can't see the picture, but my car was completely totaled. Mm, the front was <laughs> the front was gone. Like it was not a pretty sight to see at all. But the inside of my car was a completely untouched. Like the only thing that was wrong with it was the rear view mirror was like nowhere to be found. But there the windshield was cracked, but it didn't shatter. It was like kind of crazy. But um I got to the doctors and they were kind of like asking me what happened and my trauma doctor told me almost word for word I can't remember exactly but he said that I should not be walking and talking about what had happened and that it was like truly a miracle that I was even there so obviously that got me thinking and got me like kind of that's heavy (laughs) yeah it was very heavy to hear from like a medical professional yeah but these were the thoughts I wrote down I said, God still has a plan for my life. Recently, I've been asking him to open my eyes to see how precious life is. Mm-hmm. Be careful what you guys ask God for because nothing is too far out of his reach. And I said, there's no way you can tell me that God wasn't in the passenger seat with me. And then I said, if you made it this far, I just want to say that God is real and he will fight for you, even when things don't look promising. He's our champion and he fights for us. And I said, thank you, God, for saving my life because he truly did. After the accident and after everything was going on, like, obviously I was had injuries and I couldn't really do any exercise any activities I couldn't hold my nephews which was awful like (laughs) that was like one of the worst things to get told like I couldn't pick them up Mm -hmm. but through that time like I never felt more at peace Mm -hmm. which is like so weird to say after all of that had Mm -hmm. happened obviously with like that kind of experience I felt so like thankful for every Mm -hmm like situation that I was in every opportunity that I had 
And like, even though I couldn't pick up my nephews, but I, I would sit on the floor and just like play with them. I would like get cars and their toys and I would play with them. And then I couldn't go and do sports anymore. So I would sit at home with my family and spend more time with them mm -hmm. and then just spend more time with God. And I feel like that was just yeah such a blessing, even though it was so crazy. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting to hear like kind of the background leading up to the accident. Cause I mean, that's something that I didn't even know um, how you were like personally struggling with so much I mean COVID affected our world crazily yeah. and you mm -hmm. were dealing with so much and your faith kind of got um interrupted by that and how I mean you were just praying for God to help you through that situation and to like get you out of that rut and to just um I mean you were just leaning to God and then the car accident happened yeah. and like you said nothing is ever out of reach for God um and he used that situation to be like, I'm here, I'm with you, I have a reason for your life, like, you're here for a reason, and yeah. it's just crazy that bad situations like that can happen, but God has a purpose for it, like, God is using those circumstances for a greater purpose, and it's just crazy to see how after this terrible car accident, like, you felt so much closer to God, and I feel like yeah. that's something that so many people, um, like, don't understand that you'll get in this bad situation and you just want to stay in it. And you mm -hmm. want to say, this happened to me, this is awful, and, like, this is my life. But looking at the greater outcome that, like, this happened, and yeah, it sucks, but God is using it for a greater purpose, mm -hmm. which... And I think I loved how you said, like, how you said it just brought you so much peace. And, yeah. like, I saw something this week that said, like, prayer and praise are the pathway to, from panic to peace. And mm -hmm. it just definitely yeah. is yeah. true. And I definitely... I mean, obviously anything like takes time to grow. So as I started getting like learning more about prayer, I just looked at the story of Paul in the jail cell and yeah, he yeah. praised before it happened, like before God did it. Yeah. That I think praising in the circumstance also changes. Like praising and prayer yeah. praying mm -hmm. before it happens is what gives us ultimate peace. Knowing that God is gonna come through. He deserves praise before the bad yeah. thing happens. Because one in the of the midst things of it. One of the things that, like, so many people were coming up to me and they were like, I'm so sorry about what happened. Like, I'm sorry that, like, you can't even run. Like, you can't do anything. And I'm like, like, don't be sorry. Like, mm -hmm. I promise you, like, right now I'm in such a better place than I was before the accident. And, like, obviously Which they is so hard the for background. You to, like, like, they don't understand, hear. but it's like, yeah. whenever I try to explain to someone, like, they just don't understand. It's like mm -hmm. one of those things where you can share so much of your experience, but until you go through it yourself... Yeah. You can't truly understand it. And it just shows how powerful God is and how yeah. powerful prayer is. I mean, you yeah. basically were asking God to, like, do whatever you can to, like, get me closer to you. It's just, it's something that's scary to a lot of people to ask God, but something that was, like, the most impactful thing in your life right now. A verse that's been on my heart that, like, kind of just goes along through your saying how prayer can be, like, I think it can be hard for us sometimes to just, like, mm -hmm. comprehend, like, okay, if I pray, like, God's gonna do it. Like, if you pray in mm -hmm. Jesus' name, he's gonna come through. Mm -hmm. Like, he is a faithful God, and I think that's just, I've, I'm in, like, all, I've been in all of it, mm -hmm. like, of how faithful he is, like, to even yeah. sinners, like, when we're praying in the midst of, like, those things, like, yeah. right like, he's just so faithful. And, like, one verse I absolutely love, and it just truly has, like, deepened my knowledge of prayer and, like, 
got me so much closer to God was um, it's Psalm 139, 23 through 24. And I've recently been praying this every single morning. So I really encourage you guys to look at this verse because <laughs> it will change your life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's search me and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me. Lead me in the way of everlasting. Mm-hmm. And I just been praying that every morning because to break down that verse, it's asking God to do three things. It's asking him to search you know every little bit of your heart and like what you're hiding like other things you're not putting down on his feet like just literally let like going to all your little closets that's why I like mm-hmm. to call them and just mm-hmm. kind of clean you out like prune you and like stuff like that um second thing it does it's the testing part it breaks you like mm-hmm. like I've been praying like lord break my heart for what breaks yours like if yeah. I mean yeah. if I mean some things are not going to be last forever but if it's not going to be fruitful mm-hmm. for me in the like like, like just we'll break me and it, make I mean, it apparent. Yeah, mm-hmm. like test me in obvious ways. Um, like because even if he tests you, he's going to protect you. Like in mm-hmm. the end, like it's just trusting, and that's where it, like the testing part comes in. It's like okay, like if I'm going through this right now, like God is going to be faithful. So I just mm-hmm. need to trust in like His yeah. like provision over me. And then the third part is um, disturb me, and it's talking about like lead me to the path of um, everlasting. And I think when it asks you, and it says disturb me, Lord. It's saying, Lord, this is my ultimate sacrifice to saying yes. Like, mm-hmm. this is my, like, like use me as a living sac- sacrifice. Let me be a vessel. It's, we can say it all we want, but until we, like, like let God have the ultimate, like, control and, like, the purpose of our life. Like, yeah. he gives us purpose and we, um, he just makes it evident when he wants to. Like, we just need to keep praying, mm-hmm. like, about what he wants to do with us and how we can benefit. Like, um, how we can grow the kingdom of god yeah and i think that's just the song available by elevation has just been my like life song and i love that song because it's just like here i am send me like sent here i am do what you want to like mm-hmm. it's that song is like that and like the word hanene that it's hebrew for here i am send me like it's just mm-hmm. like that's what that word is like disturb disturb me because it's just it's an uncomfortable uncomfortable prayer mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i just think that's really important mm-hmm. um in our walk with god to make uncomfortable prayers can be some of the best prayers Mm -hmm. yeah and that's so hard for some people I mean even including me to just fully surrender to God and like be like God use me in whatever way you want however you're gonna get there I don't care what it takes use me I want to serve your kingdom and I feel like I mean even me I'm fearful to be like God like I don't care what you have to do, but I want you to do whatever it takes for me to serve your kingdom. And that's something that's, like, terrifying as Christians, but it's something that we have to do. We have to make that ultimate sacrifice, mm-hmm. because if you don't pray that prayer, you're always going to be fearful of what And we're going to stay God content. To like, yeah. God never called to a life, us to a life of, like, to be content. Like, mm-hmm. he never, to a comfortable lifestyle. He never mm-hmm. called, us, called us to that. No. Um, I mean, and if you look at the prophets in the Bible, mm-hmm. a lot of the times that, like, they were uncomfortable with what God was doing. I mean, we talked about that in class the other day. Like, um, they're uncomfortable with what God is doing, but they know, they have full trust in God that what he is doing mm-hmm. is for his kingdom. And it's just having that trust that, like, whatever happens, God's going to protect me through this situation. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's something that's... But, I mean, even in the Bible, people dealed with, and so... I mean, that's, like, a story, like, I think it's, like, Moses, like, 
he was God called him, but he mm-hmm. was so scared to like speak. Like mm-hmm. and he gave the job yeah. to um Aaron and yep. he just like, I think that's that story, but like God still used me. Like and yeah. Moses was like one of the most influential people. Yeah. Like oh, and he yeah. wrote so many yeah. great things. Mm-hmm. And like he like Moses he had a speech impediment and like mm-hmm. he couldn't like speak in front of people and he was so nervous. Yeah. And like so many different things, but like the way that God used him was like that was nothing of Moses, but completely God. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, yeah, of course. Yeah. So clearly, prayer has been very impactful in all of our lives, and um, I think it's something that as Christians, we need to do all of the time, and we need to just fully give our situations to God and put trust in Him. Um, but for all of our listeners, like, what are some ways that we can um, implement prayer into our lives and like? fully pray not just because we have to but because we need to and because God tells us to um what do you guys think are some ways we can do that um so when I first started like learning about prayer I kind of like I didn't look up the steps of prayer but I definitely (laughs) looked up like some things I mean Mm -hmm. prayer can be like scary to some people like when they start praying because they like I mean I mean I can admit like I have admitted like I was in like prayer is intimidating mm-hmm. and once you like lay that down it's just how can I like how can my prayer life just grow mm-hmm. and um I just kind of looked at the things that I should be in the conversation with God like um that I should be talking about with God yeah. and I would say one thing that benefited me was saying my praises first mm-hmm. like le- like praising God and giving him adoration and thanksgiving for anything that he's done and like one verse, um, Isaiah 25, one says, Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you and praise your name for in perfect, perfect faithfulness. You have done wonderful things planned long ago. And I think that's just like praises. One, we should all like always be praising God. And I'm also what this saying said, there's, there's not a perfect time for prayer. Mm-hmm. Prayer should be like a continuous. It's all like, okay, I'm going to go into prayer time now. It's like, <laughs> It's just a conversation. Like, yeah. there are multiple times throughout my day, and that just comes with growth that, like, I'm just like, okay, hey, God, like, this day, honestly, not going the greatest, but I'm just gonna thank you for making a day. Mm-hmm. And so I just think saying our praises first are just gonna be very helpful. Yeah. Another way to, like, really intentionally pray is, like, interceding for others. Like, Ephesians 6.18 says, And pray in the Spirit on all occasions, with all kinds of prayer and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep praying on for all the Lord's people. Mm-hmm. So, like, don't just pray for yourself. Like, obviously, it's very important to, like, get yourself right with God. But, like, there are so many things going on in the world. Like, right now, mm-hmm. in Afghanistan, like, there's so many situations there. So many different things that need prayer. And just for our country, just the division and everything that's going on. And even just a friend, like, if your friend's having a bad day or if they're going through something, whether it's big or small, just intercede for them because maybe maybe they're having trouble with prayer themselves and they can't do it for themselves. Yeah. So just really be intentional about giving, like, lifting others up to God. Mm-hmm. I feel like with that, I mean, a lot of times we'll just kind of throw it into our prayers, be like, Lord, pray for the people in Afghanistan, pray for people who are affected by COVID. But if we, like, are really intentional about being, like, Lord, everyone who's affected by COVID, like, pray for them, pray for their families. Like, 
I know that they're going through difficult times. Like, going more in depth. Because you can, on the outside, be like, God, pray for people with COVID. Okay, well, I'm praying for people with COVID, but if you go in depth through, like, give peace to these families who are dealing with these situations. Just being intentional about, like, going more in depth about praying for others, too, because I feel like a lot of the time it's more surface, Mm -hmm. and we can, I mean, prayer is so powerful, so by going in depth into these conversations, we can um, really make an impact. And one thing that kind of just really quickly popped into my head, but, like, my youth pastor at home, he always says, like, some, like, most of the times, like, the things that you do, like, you won't see, like, the benefits from it, so Mm -hmm. if I if I'm driving by and let's say I see someone on the side of the road and like I just really feel like I should really just pray for them for no reason like if I pray for them and I'm like God just like really show yourself to them and just like open their eyes to see who you are like give peace to their family like I may never see that person ever again Mm -hmm. but like I might see them in heaven one day like oh you might never see like the benefits but like that shouldn't stop you from yeah like just being there for other people and just praying for them Mm -hmm. I think personally I've kind of done what like Gracie was talking about like just oh we get on the surface level and I think sometimes we use prayer to make people feel better like Mm -hmm. we use the word yeah oh I'm praying for you or sound like a good person yeah like pray for these people I don't I I really don't know how the word for it but we just use it sometimes in the wrong way I know I've probably like multiple times like especially when I was not as far as like for mm-hmm. my faith, I was like, oh, I'm praying for you. Like, it was just a thing I said, and, and never I never did. did. Okay. And mm-hmm. I think, especially in the last, I mean, in the last year especially, I take it so literally now. Mm-hmm. Like, I just had a gear change, and I take it so literally. I'm like, hey, I'm going to pray for you, or like, how can I pray for you? I do it in that moment, because I know I might not do it later. Yeah. It's just also like that discipline we should have when mm-hmm. it comes to like, I mean, I mean, Christianity and, like, your walk with God should be, it's discipline, and mm-hmm. you have to have that, um, but I just think, like, being, yeah, like, Grace said, intentional with it, like, I yeah. really, like, the moment I say I'm praying for someone, I just do it, because I if you put it off, yeah. procrastination takes over, you're not yeah. gonna pray for them later, even yeah. if you tell yourself you will. We do what, we're, we do with things that are convenient to us, so mm-hmm. if it doesn't line up in our schedule, it probably... Won't happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> so. yeah. um, as we close up, is there anything else that you guys would like to share? Anything else on your hearts? Um, I just started looking at this verse, Matthew 6.10. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And I feel like something that we should be asking God every day, and I started doing this before my like quiet times, and it's really just changed how my quiet times do good go. And I will say, real quick, a side note, sometimes you're not going to get anything from your quiet time. Mm-hmm. Like, Sometimes it's just gaining knowledge about what you're reading. And sometimes it's not going to be like a spiritual movement every time you read. Mm -hmm. Like, God, he works. And um, I'm just going to say that about that. But one thing that definitely did help me in my walk with faith, um, it was asking God, saying, God, what can I do for you today? And not like, oh, make sure I have a good day. Make sure, like, starting the day by saying, like, God, like, what can, like, you do, like what can I do for you like how can I be a vessel for you how can I just do something that glorifies your kingdom and I think yeah. that just takes the focus off ourselves and our what we hope to gain out of this relationship with God and I just think it just gives him complete control that's just another thing Absolutely. giving him complete control of our lives yeah 
Yeah, and like one thing that this is like I wasn't I didn't grow up like I grew up in a church but like my family wasn't devoted and like I didn't really have faith until I was a little older. So mm-hmm. prayer kind of wasn't natural to me and like I was always so nervous if I got called to pray out loud or anything. So one of my friends told me that prayer isn't like giving a speech in front of a class. It's just like talking to a friend. Like there, yeah. there is like he's not gonna judge you and he's not gonna like rate you on a scale of one to ten how good you did. Mm-hmm. Like he's just sitting there and he just like wants to hear from you. Like he wants to know how you're feeling, even though he already knows. Like he wants you to think about him and go to him like with everything that you have. So I think just like thinking about it as talking to a friend, because yeah. that's truly what it is. Mm-hmm. I think that's a barrier that a lot of people face is that they're scared to talk to God because yeah. you feel like you're going to be judged. But in reality, it's literally just, like, having a conversation with a friend, like you yeah. said. Mm-hmm. Like, God wants to listen, and, I mean, he's not going to judge you no. on things you're going with, like, going through. God knows what you're exactly. going through. Like, I think, like, one of the many things that I love, like, about God is that he knows every person in every situation, mm-hmm. yet, like, he still allows us to present a request to him, and it's, like, I can't, it's, like, have, he wants to see us come, like, he wants mm-hmm. us, like, like, he yeah. already knows what's he happening, know, he just is waiting for you to be faithful, like, yeah. mm-hmm. and trust in him, like, um, and he hears our prayers, even about the smallest thing, and cares about what we have to say, and I feel like we just sometimes, we just forget that, like, he knows it, and mm-hmm. he's not gonna judge you, he knows exactly what you're going through, so, yeah. I think, it's just making that step to go to him, yeah, because then he knows that you're intentional and that you're being serious and that you actually care. We were made it. for a relationship with God. Like, that's why he made, Yep. Yeah. it was, he made Adam so they can be, like, relationship. Man and God. Yeah. Yep. So. Yep. Meant to be in relationship and prayer is just one of, like, the very important things that it comes mm-hmm. yeah. with it. Awesome. Well, I'm going to close this out with prayer. Um, so let's pray. We're intentional in our lives and, um. And I think one last thing is that when we pray, the enemy is scared of us. I think we just forget mm. the power that that prayer has. Like, mm-hmm. when we turn to God, like, like I don't know how to tell you guys this, but, like, the enemy hates you. Like, and he wants, the <laughs> enemy, like, he wants uh-huh. what's worse, like, yeah. what's horrible for you. And so when you're in, like, when you pray without ceasing, you just turn to God automatically and you're not even, like, tempted mm-hmm. Like, that makes the devil scared. Like, mm-hmm. you, like, and especially, like, a community of people who just prioritize prayer, mm-hmm. that it's gonna, it's gonna make hell scared. Mm-hmm. So, it's I like just think. the verse where we're one or more gathered, mm-hmm. there is God. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And prayer is our weapon to yeah. Satan. Yeah. So, I'm just gonna close this out in prayer, and then we can wrap everything up. Dear Lord, thank you for bringing Lillian and Shay here to, um, just share what's on their heart, and to give their personal accounts of prayer and and how it has impacted their lives and their situations. I ask that you can help make prayer intentional in our lives, just knowing that you have control of every situation and that we can put full trust in you. Um, Prayer is so powerful and you never fail to show that, Lord. Um, I thank you and I praise you in your name. Amen.